What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the video cult. <laughs> okay, cultists. <clears throat> Friends, family, esteemed co-workers, I'd like to issue an apology from the deepest crevice of my heart. When I chose this movie, I honestly thought it wouldn't affect us in any sort of way. But now, coming from seeing this, I am a new person and not for the best. I'm so sorry. I am very, very sorry. You heard it here first, straight from the cockles. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Thanks, Gabby. Um, <laughs> so uh, as we've informed you already at this point, we did not do uh, Monster Hero. What the hell was that movie called? I can't called? remember. Monster, Monster Hero. Hero. Monster House Ghost Hero or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't, get a, right. couldn't get a version with uh, proper subtitles. So we've already informed you that this was the movie we decided to replace it with. <laughs> Yeah. Sight unseen <laughs> decided to replace it with this movie. Yeah. Um and I as as much as it affected us mentally, I think we're better for it. <laughs> what doesn't kill you just makes you stronger. I don't know about that. Honestly, <laughs> I really don't. Honestly, this movie almost did kill me. Yeah. I was thoroughly enthralled by it, but not in the way that we usually talk about on this podcast, because usually I'll say it's you know, visually, it's it's really appealing, even if it's silly looking. Mm. It's like there's nothing boring about the way it looks or, or stuff like that. This movie is consistently boring in the way it looks and doesn't make <laughs> sense. Mm. But in how much sense it does not make, I was fascinated. Uh, in the way that something like uh, The Room or Birdemic uh, is just like, why would people make these choices? I think compared to, like, to this movie, Birdemic and The Room are... Deserve to be on the Criterion Collection. Oh, the, they're certainly far more watchable. Like these, well, I don't. These, I, like, I can't rewatch Birdemic, so I still even say Birdemic's like kind of on the same thing. But Birdemic at least has lighting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Room is like infinitely watchable. I could watch the Room back to back. This I had to pause a lot and take a lot of breaks. I had to stop halfway because I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> I'm of. Two minds for our, our poor audience here, because I always say that you should definitely watch the movies before you listen to our podcast, because you'll you'll get so much more out of it. And of course, the the jokes and the breakdown, if you've seen it, there's there's more for your brain to latch on to here. And for this movie, I almost feel like it's required that that our audience, if you've not seen this movie, you, you should because so much of it is going to be so hard for us to describe because it's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of hoser nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> this movie. No, nothing we say will come close to yeah. what actually happened on screen. Mm -hmm. It's it's incalculably bad <laughs> and and ridiculous. But again, because it was such a labor of love, there was something fascinating uh, uh, to it and and just 
bizarre. I mean, we have to get into it because it just, yeah, like people don't talk this way. Most of my notes are quotes from the movie. People don't talk <laughs> this way. People don't act this way. There's yeah. like clearly times where uh, the script changed in one place but didn't change in another. So the tonal shifts are fucking right out of left field. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It, <laughs> I, don't, it's I don't know what, I, what almost else to say. like an alien has seen one horror movie and decided to make one, yeah. and he just crash landed in rural Ontario. Yeah. Or a software engineer's first attempt at AI was told to write a horror movie. It script. does come across like AI. There's a lot of like filling time mm-hmm. for no reason. Like everything is text. There's no subtext. They, if they're, if they're doing something with their hands, they're describing what they're doing mm-hmm. with their hands. There's, there's nothing that's just left to visual storytelling. They, they subscribe to, uh, the show and tell method of filmmaking. <laughs> sure, yeah. is, there's, oh, there's yeah. nothing left to your imagination and no. e- everything is explained to you three times. And, and since I'll bring it up now before we get into it, cause I'm not going to be able to pinpoint it specifically. They pad the runtime by using a different take of the scene you just saw from a different angle. Yeah. So someone will say, Hey, you shouldn't have scared me like that. And then it will just show a slightly different angle. And then the character going, Hey, you know, I didn't like the way you just scared me. And it's, so it's just a slightly different variation of the line. Cause they probably couldn't remember what it was. It's the exact same scene and it's just padding the runtime. And it happens about 25 times. <laughs> I, I like to think for those scenes that the director was just like, I love both of these shots so much. I couldn't possibly oh, choose between I, them. I hope so because it would it would stand oh to reason <laughs> that that's what was yeah. going through their head because nothing else makes any fucking sense. <laughs> I can't. No, I, I I hope these guys had a blast making this movie because it's it's a disaster from start to finish yeah. from it, from any kind of looking at it through any kind of lens. It is a complete disaster of yeah. a movie, but I do hope it was fun. There's there's some bits here that like had <laughs> spoiler potential. alert. It wasn't. Most of the people that worked on it hated it. Oh. A couple of people got paid in beer. Some people didn't get paid at all. Obviously, people got okay, paid yeah. um, in beer. I forget. I think the buddy with the glasses. Uh, Doug. Yeah. So Doug, I think he owned something. Something that's in the. I'll, I'll check my notes. Something he owned. He brought as a prop and then I think they paid him in Molson or something like that. They give him a case of beer or whatever and okay. that was kind of his payment. So that's what we're working with. But yeah, yeah, a lot of people hated working on this movie. Oh, that makes me upset. Okay. Because I was hoping at least they had fun with this. But yeah, it's and not to spoil my final thoughts too much, but I think it's really a great movie to watch if you are a film student. Oh, because it's yes. basically like what not to do. What what, not yeah, to do. it is. It, exactly, it, yeah. it is a clinic. It is yeah. a clinic on how not to make a yeah. movie. Yeah. But they still did it anyway. Yeah. And if you're a film student out there and you're just like, I like I don't know if I should make my movie, make your goddamn movie, because there is no way it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> it might be on par, but this is the, this is bedrock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, like can't go lower you mm. know what the basement is you know what it yeah. looks like after watching this mm. film so do it up really do and if you're a cinema buff watch this because it's one of those movies where the the old saying you have to know the rules to break the rules right so yeah. and that's a famous saying in art a lot you get that the idea being you have to have a grasp on why things are done a certain way so that if you want to subvert them, 
you can do it in a good way. Mm-hmm. This movie is... If I don't know the rules, I can't possibly <laughs> I can't be breaking them, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. We get into this. We got to get into this because we're almost at ten go. minutes of like pseudo apologizing <laughs> yeah. to the audience just for this go. film. Just fucking just so lay it on them. Let's fucking go here. So we uh, start the the movie with a mushroom cloud uh, explosion footage mm-hmm. under the opening credits with an explosion sound effect that just dies. Mm-hmm. And you will find That's several frequent. audio it things. Is. Frequently just, the audio just, just dies. Like cuts out dies, Or the dub that they're doing is not synced mm-hmm. yeah, with the and, scene. And not synced in like a, oh, it's off a little bit. Not synced in like, I think they might have said something different entirely. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll start five seconds after they start yeah. saying yes. it. Yeah. But yeah, the amount of times that the audio... It the music or a sound effect or anything just cuts. It's almost like whatever they were doing their sound on had a 25 second limit mm. <laughs> and just that was all they had and they rolled with it. And so it's I like uh, when I tried to, when I used to record music on my Motorola Razor. Oh boy. Oh and yeah. Yeah. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the opening credits are, are a lot of fun. Again, it, it gives me that kind of PowerPoint feel, uh, but this movie's from 89, so they, they came across it honestly, I guess. And uh, we we actually get kind of two title cards in this movie. We get one now, and we'll get one in a little bit. Yeah. The, well, we basically things. get two opening credits. We do, yeah. <laughs> we open to a woman in a devil mask ironing in kind of a basement, and the music is distorted and way too loud. And then we we see a, a man there. that enters the room <laughs> yeah. here. This is Doug. We don't get introduced to him quite yet, but it is Doug. And he comes into the room, uh, casually asks her to have his baby, as he and his wife can't. And she turns to him and immediately starts to kind of awkwardly undress. It's almost we, like if Fubar made a porno. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like an that. actual prostitute. Uh, oh, was they, it? People tried to track her down in 2008 for this DVD release of this movie as like a cult picture, and she was not found. So wherever you are, I okay. hope you're living your I best hope she's life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the the dress falls to the ground. We get a, a full frontal shot to start oh, this yeah. movie, and uh, Doug look looking seemingly less impressed than he should be because uh, she is way out of his league, even with the the devil mask on, and then. So she turns towards behind her is a shower stall. Like it's it's a very, very just kind of small rectangular airplane bathroom-esque shower stall. And she turns in there and she she kind of pushes the the shower curtain out of the way. And he has the Now we could spend the whole episode going over the dialogue in this movie. Uh he says, You don't have to take a shower, dear. And uh a bunch of other weird shit. I didn't even remember yeah. that. I just remember she turns around. She's like, oh, hey, guess what's up, dog? Already made the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's here already. Yeah, yeah. She pulls a crib out of the shower stall. And 
he, he leans down into it and does, starts doing like a little coochie coochie coo thing. He does not say coo. He just says coochie. Coochie 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 coochie. It just goes it on, goes on, and on. For like It's like 15 seconds. There's so many scenes in this movie where you're just like, it's going to end. Like, it's got to end, right? And you almost want to forgive this opening for being a dream sequence, but then nothing changes in no. the reality of the no. film. People no. are no. equally astray yeah. afterwards. It's, like, it's almost like this whole dream sequence is like almost like it's so hoser and it's almost like if you mix Canadian whiskey and NyQuil together, you get this dream. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, so in the crib, there is a, a little monster face that bites him. And that's when he, he wakes up uh, in his bed and he goes out and wanders around his, his house a little bit. He wanders into the kitchen. Uh, he keeps some pills in the cabinet above the uh above the sink in the kitchen by his plates which i thought was an interesting idea uh and i thought these were supposed to be secret pills or something but no it turns out they're just pills for his wife then he he goes to wanders into a, a bedroom there's a woman in bed this is susan his wife and uh th- this was my first note where i put god i hope the whole like the whole movie's dialogue isn't this bad <laughs> <laughs> this was two minutes in buckle Spoiler up, alert. It's, it's yeah <laughs> It's a slog. Uh, so yeah. she takes the pills. We get a scene that's only two seconds. It's an upward shot of a door closing. There's a, there's a no, lot of random angles. The, yeah. And it's just like n- neither of them do it. And I thought that this was going to lead to something. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to mention it's, it because it's insane. It, they have like these weird. Um, some things they have like these weird angles. It's almost like a Dutch angle, but it's mm-hmm. too angled. <laughs> like it's just like almost on its side. Like yeah, yeah. it's it, yeah. I don't know what you would call or that. Or it's like the it's like angle. It's from the top down and yeah. Dutch angle. So yeah, really yeah. or like from like the bottom looking up then Dutch angled. Yeah, it's like they he just learned what a Dutch angle was. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I gotta do this for everything. I don't know if you guys ever saw Battlefield Earth, but Battlefield yes. Earth is that way. Battlefield Earth will literally flop back and forth between like a a, a right sided one and a left sided one, like in the same scene. Like I yeah. literally got sick to my stomach watching <laughs> Battlefield Earth because it's just flip flop flip flop Dutch angles, and I'm like. So his wife takes the pills. She's immediately feeling better. And then we fade to our second title card. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and we, again. Yeah, we get uh, credits over driving shots. And uh, I don't know if this was filmed in, like, northern Ontario, but it gave me that real vibe, having spent the a lot of time in northern Ontario. credits said it was a lot of Toronto. Toronto? I don't know okay. why I just pronounced the second T, probably because I said it slow. Toronto? Sounds like an American. Toronto. Yeah. It's Tor- <laughs> well, they made a movie recently called The Man from Toronto, and, and I fucking, it drove me nuts because they say the second T all the time, so I couldn't watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was somewhere else in Ontario. I can't remember okay, if it was yeah. in Ontario, but it, it is. It's just, very, it, it it's is very Ontario. Ontario yeah. yeah. So this movie in world takes place in the United States, and I, I it's two guys going to visit... Uh, it's Don and Fred going to visit Don's brother, yeah, Doug. Two of the most American men you've ever oh seen God. in your life. I, I actually <laughs> want to apologize for any American audience that's listening to this because you are not 
well represented by these two fucking Canadian hosers from 1989. <laughs> yeah. These guys couldn't be more Canadian. I it, didn't even know that they were American yeah. until yeah. like they mentioned. There's a couple times they mentioned it, but it's like really yeah, just like yeah. offhand. Yeah, like blink if you miss it. Yeah. And, I, and I basically blinked a lot. Um. <laughs> uh, so we yeah we get a little driving montage uh, over the credits here. The car pulls up and we exit Don and Fred from the car. We get some perfect hoser dialogue here. It it bleeds it like proper Bob and Doug Bob McKenzie. and Doug McKenzie. Yeah. yeah, just them giving the guy shit who was driving the, them there. At the end of the scene, the car starts peeling out uh, backwards to get out of this scene. And then the scene also flees like a second later. It's the funniest thing because they get out and then the car screeches backwards and the scene just cuts. And yeah. I was just like, wow, everyone wanted out of this scene. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we get our first news report. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duh. And all our, our star power, uh, <laughs> adult film star Amber Lynn who was brought onto the production after everything else was filmed, but because they wanted to put her name on the VHS release as yeah. some form of star power so people would rent it, they, oh, they okay. added. So all Th- these thinking. news sequence scenes are done after the movie yeah. proper so was filmed. Amber Lynn, she isn't, she's not the blonde news reporter. Yes. She is, oh, she's she is. the one who's who's always looking at the, the report, the cue oh, cards. Yeah, the cue yeah. cards her. that are like the way to the left yeah. and it makes it look like she's yeah. being okay. held hostage. I, 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 love, I, I love the IMDb trivia for this, that it says, Amber Berlin read all of her lines off the cue cards. I was like, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, it's, yeah. It's always like, she's like, okay, I'm here. Like whatever scene we're doing, uh, I guess you guys didn't send me a script or anything. And he goes like, oh no, it's just fine. Read these. <laughs> yeah. just, just look at these. We got you for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This, this makes a lot of sense. I was in love with her hair though. She oh, had yeah. the most beautiful 80s hair yeah. I've ever 80s seen. 80s hair, sick blazer. Like, yeah. I wanted to call her Jem from Jem and the Hologram yeah, throughout yeah. the whole yeah. movie. Because I was just like, like the hologram thing didn't work out, but she's a great news anchor. Mm. Um. Yeah. But the way that they do this news anchor, she's in front of like a shredder wall of TVs. <laughs> yeah. So she's, she's dressed like a news anchor at the time, but she's doing the work of a much music VJ. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I wrote like, down ra- yeah. that she was... In the electronic section of your local pawn shop, <laughs> yeah, as a news reporter <laughs> yeah. here, like that and was also, where she was doing this. It just cuts to like the, the her co-host for like a brief second, and then it just like cuts yeah. back to the well, story. Yeah, they cut to the dude on the news desk, and the way he he's framed down in the bottom left corner of the shot so there's a ton of empty space above to the right of him he's clearly just at like a shitty desk it's not lit the same there's nothing else in this scene to indicate anything like you guys they've clearly seen the news before because they wanted this scene in there but they couldn't frame anything like the news (laughs) (laughs) like fuck but yeah, and then I don't even remember what he says because it cuts to I, him for he, like half a second. And then he doesn't it, even say anything. He's yeah. just like, it's like he looks like he's about to say something. It's just like, oh, and it's almost God. like uh, they're like, oh, shit, we didn't mean to put that in there. Yeah. While they're like going through like the whole editing process. With and the and we reel. really won't see him except for one other scene that comes much later. Yes. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is done as a gag. Yeah. Which there's a bunch of jokes that make no fucking sense in this movie, <laughs> especially after certain plot points. So we get one of the the darkest shots in the movie here, uh, where the uh, our, Don and Fred are going up to Doug's cabin, and they're they're walking. You really can't see anything, at least on the Tubi version that that I watched this on. We're almost there. 
or whatever the fuck they said. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They said we're almost there because that's what I wrote. You but will- I there's n- no way you could ever guess the cadence in which this is said. <laughs> like there's no. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. wild. It's like using one of those uh, text-to-type programs. <laughs> yeah. But these guys had the context of which they were speaking and still yeah. couldn't nail yeah. the, the easiest dialogue in the world. It's like someone... It's like they don't speak English and someone wrote a script in phonetic English, mm-hmm. but they're putting the wrong emphasis on everything as a result of that. That's yeah. kind of what it comes across. But they're English. <laughs> they speak English. Yeah. I was wondering if a lot of the dialogue in this movie was put in after the fact and that's why it was so wooden and insane it is all adr but they did get record sound on the day okay but because no one on set would shut the fuck up they ruined all of it so the sound is all ruined by people shuffling around in the background yeah and stuff like that or like you know they are mic'd there is there is day sound so and 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 even when it's the lips don't match up it's like okay they are saying the same Mm -hmm. thing but then there's times where it's not so i i I feel the performance was the same either way. Yeah. Okay. And it also seems like maybe they had like a script for like the day of shooting and then they just lost that script. So they're like, fuck. Okay. Did they just like re try to recreate the script? Yeah. 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 Had. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like, clearly these people aren't actors. They're forgetting lines yeah. or they're just doing it by like putting in like, you know, adding words mm-hmm. or taking away words and saying basically the same thing. And I think there's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of um, them not film like scenes where everyone is in the same room were filmed separately on different days because they couldn't get everyone there for the same day. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up on a scene with three people and those all of their s- shots were all done I- individually okay. by themselves. <laughs> All right. Yeah. A lot of this makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Don and Fred reach the cabin. Uh, Doug doesn't immediately answer the door uh, and they they start yelling. Doug, are you alive? You there? Doug, Doug, you alive? Doug. Doug. So they they break and enter uh, while half-heartedly just being like, Doug, Doug. And I, I was like, why is it so unbelievable that he might be out somewhere? But we realize later on that the this cabin is... Uh, nine miles away from the nearest town filled with bear and rattlesnake infested woods. So uh, I guess it makes sense. Mm. And uh, they, they get in and immediately become super bored with their surroundings. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Dawn that has a, a good line here. Uh, what we need is some hot women and a few beers up in here. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And the way he says it too. It's so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all their deliveries are lame, but this guy he sounds like the, a 12-year-old boy that's, mm-hmm. like, lying about sexual encounters to sound cool to his friends. He's got that tone of voice. And he lives up in northern Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's that. But, yeah, and the way they're there, like, they're standing awkwardly close to each other because they're trying to get both two people in the same shot for yeah. once in this fucking movie. <laughs> and they're, like, kind of looking in the cupboards that you can't fucking see in because the movie's too goddamn dark. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, they talk a lot about drinking Doug's beer. And uh, Don goes into the fridge and he pulls a tape recorder out of the freezer Mm -hmm. and a book out of the fridge. Yeah. It's almost like an evil. It's like an evil dead nod. Yeah. Yeah. But this goes nowhere. Right. They do listen to it. They listen to it. And it does the evil dead thing of like, this is evil. Totally has nothing to do with the actual plot of this film, which is already set in motion. Right. Depends. 
that depends on what happens to Susan, if that was science fiction or was it magic? <laughs> okay. I mean, fair <laughs> so, enough. All right. Honestly, We're going to get there. Honestly, trust me, I've got the plot locked down. Okay. I think I've got Please, John, enlighten am, me. Bring am, me to the promised I'm land. I'm being led. In, I am completely in the dark. Like, in this movie, how dark this movie is, I am in that darkness. I have no idea what's happening, right. like, a, what a lot of these uh, actors well, we, we, are. We well, I also want to point out that after they pull that stuff out, um, they pour water, they fill up a cup with water, and it's, the sound effect they use sounds like a person just like try, going, like it sounds, most of the sound effects sound like a person making yeah. it. It's not because like a stock sound effect. It's I a person going, like, they, they, I don't, like, I don't know, like the whole like Foley artistry and like rural, like 19, late 1980s Canada and how they recorded the audio, like something tells me that instead of doing like a lot of like actual like sound effects, I feel like they ad libbed it with that shh or the themselves like just oh stopping. for sure whatever yeah. it was wherever they did the ADR they probably couldn't move those microphones anywhere so yeah. they didn't take it to a sink to record it or yeah. use the microphone they had from the day because they probably it was I think they were uh, it was most of their budget went to equipment rentals because they didn't yeah. own any of this stuff they mm. I think they had a $40,000 budget Neither of the other hosts here stuck around for the credits. Yeah. I sat through all the credits. A lot of fucking people worked on this movie. Like, way yeah. too many people. Well over 100 people worked no. on this movie. Yeah. Oh, I thought no. the credits were going to be like, I thought the credits were going to be like the same two guys. Because it starts out, it's the same two guys' yeah. names for like, written and directed, produced, blah, blah, blah. And then you start going through, and it just keeps going. And the credits keep going. And you never <laughs> see the names repeat again. And there's like, special thanks to Paul Donovan and like, all this other shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is oh happening God. here? I honestly, like, it shocks me that this movie was made with like 40,000 how about 40,000 40,000 dollars but they would do interviews and claim it was 350 dollars yes that's Three, no 350,000 oh I thought this movie was maybe three hundred fifty dollars, and also just <laughs> would have believed. Yeah, I believe it. And also, what you said about the editing process, post production on this movie was six months. <laughs> so if they forgot to cut people out of certain scenes, they really fucking forgot. They got like they were doing like five minutes every few days, or not even. They were doing a couple of minutes every few days and not going back over it. I think yeah, <laughs> that's what they were doing. I honestly, um, when I was 15, I made a movie with my friends and we spent 20 bucks on it. And I think the production value was probably a little bit better than this. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's called The Park. And if the I can park. find a copy. Okay. Are we going to do a full episode on it? We could do a mini episode. Oh, okay. I'd be into that. That's yeah, going on Patreon. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. There's, all, there's so much lore stuff for you. Like yes. you're, you're, yeah. you're skater guys like a fucking fanfic is just going in there like yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much shit ready for the patreon it's just our embarrassing childhoods yeah so getting back to this unfortunate movie uh do we do we know what the book was titled because i i listened to it a couple times and the, the closest i got was horror of a thousand ugly brutal cuts because he starts flipping it, through the book. Yes, he says yeah. the title. it was something like that. Because, okay. yeah, me and I, I asked Carrie, and we I think I rewound it. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, Carrie watched this? I'm so sorry. She uh, <laughs> she was not a fan. <laughs> she checked I, out and, like, yeah. put headphones on and did something else early on. Because she was like, because I was like, no, it's like The Room. And she was like, The Room is enjoyable. <laughs> the Room <laughs> looks like a movie someone made. This is not. <laughs> uh, 
So the tape recorder, they play the tape recorder as well. It has some very dreamlike dialogue that involves saying, get your hands off of me, as well as a few other things. Um, Fred makes a joke about getting possessed while this is playing. Done. Done. You better turn it off. I think I'm being possessed. Because <laughs> they do make a fair few horror movie references uh, in the the yeah the start I, here yeah they do make a few references they might even name a couple of movies yeah. by name like it's it's i because part of it seems like they wanted it to be a, a self-aware yeah mm. it seems like they wanted to make this almost cabin in the woods they're aware that they're in a horror movie they're making the references to horror movies like you know and, and yeah and in that sense they predate both popcorn and scream which did that in the next seven years um, but I, they just don't ever, it's impossible to rein one tone in because it's all so terrible. And, and a lot of the, that, that almost self-awareness just goes away too, right? Like it as does the and goes it on. doesn't because like there's part and we'll get to it, but like after a certain point in the movie, it's not appropriate for them to continue pranking each other, but they do. do yeah, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. I'm like, I don't think you'd be in this mindset because it's not like, oh, someone says something funny because it's dark and humorous. They legitimately go out of their way to prank each other after people have died. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh yeah. So, yeah, Don flips through the, the book uh, in two seconds and, and somehow gives us a bit of a synopsis of the book. And of course, it is it is dark and spooky and all about people. Was it Anton LaVey? I can't remember yeah. who. Yeah, yeah Anton LaVey. And about the people that he killed or, or something. And uh, and then I think he asks Fred to describe Evil Dead because they're, they're in a similar situation. Because mm. Fred starts giving a movie synopsis here. Don starts getting warm, so he throws his coat in the freezer. Like one does. As one does <laughs> when one's warm. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? My freezer's so packed of uh, all my jackets. Yeah. That's where I keep all of them. My my note here was: Does no uh, one in this family know what a freezer is for? Because so far, the only two <laughs> things in the freezer have been a tape recorder and now Don's jacket. Then Doug shows up out of nowhere, doesn't say hi or anything to them, but tells Don to turn off the tape so that Susan can sleep. Uh, doesn't give us any sort of exp- explanation for why he has these things in his his fridge and never will. So then then he goes back I, I, ostensibly to Susan, I suppose. Uh, Fred narrates himself digging through Doug's cupboards. Which yeah. And great. this is one of the things that I, I was like, why? Just. Th- yeah. Like, hmm, do to do hmm, yeah. hmm, looking through the cupboard. It's literally stuff like that. Like, I'm, yeah. I, I, I fucking rue the day I'm going to have to go through and find the clips for this fucking movie. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know I'm going to do it because I'm going to fuck. I'm going to have so many clips. But it's like it's just baffling like they can't leave anything alone they can't let there be any silence they can't let the movie tell a story they have to be saying something it's like they wrote a radio play and filmed yeah uh don chastises him for being nosy fred pretends to be looking for cockroaches to eat fred is surprised by running water and plastic wall dolphins in the very like as a continuation of this scene because he just keeps going around touching shit like he turns (laughs) on the tap and he's just like tap okay it's almost like and, a toddler and he's, exploring yeah. and then he, he's he's feeling up this plastic dolphin that's like a decoration on their wall and he's like disappointed that it's plastic and i think also during this time we have that they watch what they think is a horror movie yeah on so tv don suggests turning on the tv and he has a great line here 
uh, because apparently like they're they're so supposed to be somewhere deep south rural United States. And he says they get the bestiality network up here. Yeah. As well as like other underground stations. Yeah, he's almost yeah. it's almost like he's doing the the video drone thing that there's there's channels where people are getting like there's like pirate signals you can get where people are getting tortured. Oh yeah. my that God. you can get which is from video drones. Oh, okay, that's from. yeah. Um and so that's what he seems to think. And so they start watching it and he's like laughing at it like it's not real. And this, as far as plot goes, is something that I'm not totally sure on because we then kind of jump into this movie that they're watching. This Because is... that happens here because I have my notes because I have the humming filling all time with sound. Something, oh, oh, f- I forgot about the paintings. I think it's before they talk about the paintings that are in the house. Yes, I think it is before Because that. that's before David, I think that's before Doug even pops out. But there's, because there's like, seems to be, they we kind of jump into this movie where they're like, there's like gross sound effects of someone getting their eye like cut out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like these like kind of Igor like simpletons carrying another body out. And I was trying to figure out, is this the doctor that we see yes, later? I had so, to go back. So yeah, so this yeah. is not uh, a horror movie as they suspected. It's actual footage of stuff that's being done. Um, and that's why I think that's where it starts to get confusing yeah. that I'm like, is this some sort of satanic ritual or is this a mad scientist doctor? Mm-hmm. And maybe the it's way a bit it of both. cuts it could be, too yeah. is that I like I wasn't even aware that this was supposed to be on the television because there was a scene jump uh, from because they, they cut there's back to the news if, report. There's a link if you miss so, it yeah. Thing yeah. Of, of it being on the TV where okay. you see yeah. the TV in frame and he's laughing at it and then oh, I think we maybe okay. jump to the news again and then we come back, then we come and, back. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, so the, this is both in time and space it's impossible to have any geography on this. <laughs> yeah. I have no fucking idea what this house looks like on the inside. There's yeah. no way to capture the layout it's of like, the house. It's like um, Oh, it's totally it, incoherent. It's definitely like one of those things of like something's bigger on the in, on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> like one of those like weird like horror stories where you go inside a small place and it's actually huge Five on the inside. Five minute hallway. Yeah, well, and we we don't get any reference shots before they're in the house of what the house looks like because they arrive yeah. in the middle of the night and it it's is dark as pitch fog. black because no one could afford lights for this movie. No, and yeah, so the, we we are always in this weird space here. Um. But this this scene that you you mentioned here is is a weird one. It's probably the most gruesome scene in the movie, and and maybe the one with the most. I mean, we get a lot of scene with the little critters coming up mm. here that are pretty Things. gross. But it's 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 a weird scene here. So there's there's three people in a room. One who's kind of strapped down to a chair, and then there's a, a woman and a man kind of leaning over him. And as the camera gets closer, we see that it's. We won't know this for a long time, but this is Dr. Lucas and he's got a, a like a female assistant and they are, I think, kind of just torturing this already like very mutilated man. Yeah, doing some like Mengele shit. The, yeah, like, yeah. Just seeing how, what they can get away with, basically. The, and I love the ADR here because the two guys that are carrying like a body weight on a stretcher, their their mouths aren't moving. But someone was like, no, 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 they need to sound like simpletons. So there's like, yeah, like ADR <laughs> over top and their mouths aren't moving at all. And I was like, who, why, would what made this better? <laughs> but again, could just go back to that. They, yeah. they thought they were making this uh, like subversive comedy mm. that yeah it's definitely it's a choice it's a choice <laughs> <laughs> it's a so where were we <laughs> i honestly uh like i said i think that was before doug came out because they're making references to doug 
but they're talking about the paintings. Which, I just wrote down painting talk and I'm trying desperately to remember what it was because he's like, oh, this is this is a painting by Salvador Dali. And it's not. No. It's not even a print of one. No. It's some garbage painting that I'm they sure, found at a motel. I'm sure in like 1989, they could have went to like a print shop that sold oh, yeah. like prints and then just walk in. There's a Salvador Dali print. There's a fucking Vincent Van Gogh print. There's a fucking Dada print. Yeah. There's. <laughs> There's it's, everything. You can yeah. get everything. But he says like, he's like, oh, this is a, a painting by, yeah, like uh, uh, whoever he says it was. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it, it was Dolly. Yeah, so and, this and is a Dolly it, painting. And then he yeah. points at another painting. He's like, the Queen of England gave this yeah. to Doug. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Who the <laughs> fuck is this? Doug? <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, with this movie... We're going through it right now. I am finding out new things about this series. <laughs> Scenes that I don't even remember. Like, it's just been scrubbed from my mind. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember sitting uh, down and watching it, and then I just remember yeah. it being over. And, and for the audience here, if you, if you haven't, despite our warnings, watched this movie, there's a lot of just weirdness and nothingness that we're going to have to leave it's out just here. Because, like, nothing. The, the torture scene that we were just talking about, like, it goes on. It goes on for a time. Yeah. Dude gets his eyeball pulled out, his tongue pulled out, his hand cut off. Oh, yeah, like it's it's a whole stuff. wild I, yeah. it's, scene. It's almost I, like I for, and I forgot those things happened yeah. in this yeah. movie. That's yeah. how crazy this movie is. I just because I was looking at my notes and it just says tongue with a question mark and then that's it. <laughs> like wait why? And then yeah. it goes to like an arrow says to kill. I'm like what? Because like it's a lot of like you have like these really like scenes that are just like weird, but then like a lot of it is just nothing it's almost like i got fucking drugged <laughs> yeah and yeah. i woke like drugged at the beginning of the movie and i woke up at the end yeah and i don't remember anything so i think after paint after they talk about the paintings and there's one of many go get me a beer there's a there's lot a of lot of, there's a lot of go get me a beer no one goes and gets beer yeah. for themselves no someone's always on the beer run uh and and then doug came out i wrote something bread song and i think that's when he was like i'm gonna make us sandwiches and it just looked like a stack of six pieces of bread <laughs> or whatever the fuck doug gets mad at dawn and fred because they didn't bring any food and uh he is a, mentions an interesting lie he says something like six month old bread in here maybe i can make some sort of sandwich mm. and, and so you you expect him to come out with like you know, it's just like like ass. half, like yeah, a little half sandwich or something for him to nibble on. He comes up with a full stack of sandwiches for everyone, and I was like, okay, well, I guess no. you did have some food around there, Doug. But, yeah. And um, the dialogue is still again. I, we're never gonna stop saying yeah. the dialogue no. is not bizarre, but it's just like they're like, oh wow, you make great sandwiches with like yeah. only a little bit to use from like just fucking nothing. They're not saying anything. No. 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 And these, these and couch scenes doing go on. Well, this, nothing. And this yeah. is what I meant specifically. This specifically, this sa this sandwich scene, also uh, a video called uh, trope. Uh, they want us to hate food. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they uh, kill a spider and put it in Buddy's sandwich as a prank yeah. uh, to make him eat it. That scene was filmed over like two weeks with each one of them filming by themselves. So that entire scene when they're throwing the bottle cap at each other, when they're eating the sandwich, they none of them were in the same room together. They were all individually filming by themselves. That's insane. Uh, it's an insane yeah. way yeah. to shoot a film. And it's yeah. like, yeah. there's no, no one has any chemistry with each other. They're has basically anyone, just robots talking. Did they ever talking. like just talk to each other to figure out what each other's schedules are? Or they're just like, <laughs> they had like, 
they had random shift work. Like where... I, I understand if you're filming an Avengers movie, right? And you're just, you've got like 16 A-listers and they're all on different projects. Mm-hmm. Like, how did this happen for this movie? Was everyone shifts at the bottling plant all yeah. on different <laughs> yeah. days? Like, what, what happened here that you couldn't get these three dudes together that honestly all could have been brothers from the way they talked and sounded yeah. like, and I know they're in the movie, the two of them are, but yeah. So this is, there's a lot of, I'll do a little housekeeping here because there's a lot in this scene that we can just forget about, but oh, yeah. uh, there is a dog. Doug has a dog. That's going to yes. come into it very soon. Uh, I don't even remember the fucking dog. Yeah, you wouldn't. It's not important. Uh, <laughs> but but the, dog, the dog is going to meet a fate, so we, we do have to mention the dog. He's, he's a cute little guy. Um, but yeah, they, they have a little bit about a dog here. They watch a slasher movie that is in black and white uh, called Groundhog's Day Massacre. Um, it seems is just it- as incoherent as our actual film. Yeah. So the re- way I knew that it was a film is that they showed it in black and white. So I was happy that they did that because they showed the other thing in color. And I thought that was just a scene. Yeah. Like the, the torture scene. I was just like, oh, this is a weird place to jump. Is this setting up for some? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they flip around the channels to porn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Doug does the weird food thing. He puts the spider audio. In. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I forgot it's, about that. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> setting sex audio. <laughs> it's, I can't even remember what it was. I just remember being deeply unsettled. It's like... A, a lot of the audio here, I don't know if it was... I don't want to give them credit to say that they tweaked it to make it sound more disturbing to the human ear. They may have just done that on accident. Yeah. But the audio in this movie is wrong in so many ways. It's like and the it tape actually dragged a bit. There's there is a couple <laughs> moments where you're just like, mm, I feel uncomfortable by this. Which, if this was a competent movie, I would totally one hundred percent. If A twenty four slapped their name on this, you'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Cinema. subversive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's also like random like high frequency pitches mm. that I heard throughout, and it'd be like, okay, it's always on the spider, like the get into this later but when the spiders come up it was like just like yeah i heard those yeah and again i can't tell you if that was something they meant to do or not but uh it it made its way into the movie so so the only uh, other thing i wanted to mention with this scene oh we read this that we had the spider in the sandwich in dawn sandwich uh fred wants a beer uh and this is one of those things because they're always asking each other to get beer as we've mentioned uh but dawn has a line here fred fred frederick can't you do anything for yourself? And I was just, that was, I laughed out loud at that. Cause it was just, again, these are pod people. Absolute <laughs> pod people. Yeah. I think our plot proper kicks yeah, off do we... with Susan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We finally get to the plot of this movie. Doug. So, yeah. So Doug goes to check on Susan and kind of while this is happening, but before he arrives, a monster. Cause she, does she make noise or something? Is that it? Or is he just like, I should go check on Susan. She does. I think he says I have to go check on her, but she's in discomfort of yeah, some kind. Yeah. yeah. And we should mention Susan is pregnant. Uh, I don't know if yeah. we've mentioned they that. They were having, her and Doug were trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. They were having trouble and they went to a doctor for like a help with Yeah, intro. fertility. So they went basically. to a fertility doctor and now to, she's uh, kind of having complications. Yeah. Was it Dr. Dr. Lucas? Dr. Lucas. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Oh, uh, 
fuck Dr. Meyerling. Yeah, <laughs> right? oh, Dr. Meyerling. Yeah, another another, another yeah. callback now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, pregnancy gone wrong. Holy really shit, do I miss the unborn. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah. that was the movie that made me felt the most uncomfortable. Yeah. And now I'm just like, mm, I'd, no, I'd watch that like six I need, times. I need to, I need to, well, I don't think we should do it, but I should show you guys some of the clips of the unborn two that I, that I found. And uh, something else, I'll have to find where, where I saw it, but the, baby that they use in Unborn 2 is a puppet from another movie uh, oh. and I saw a clip from the other movie and I was like that's the fucking baby from <laughs> Unborn 2 I said that's it's big fucking Robert Zadar head <laughs> and I can't I'll have to look back at some things uh, there's a YouTube channel actually I'll throw a shout out to they don't know us but uh, I think they're really great they're called Bad Movie Bible it's it's one dude he dives through some of Stuff like what we're talking about right now regularly and, and is a saint to, to do that for us. Yeah. But he is really good at like going through like kind of blockbuster ripoffs and things like that and does these like yeah. 40 minute videos about all these different movies and they're, <laughs> they're all really they're all really good and fun. Yeah. And I think it was in there somewhere that I saw that. So I'll have to rewatch some of his stuff to try yeah. and pick up on that. But I was like, they reused that fucking baby. <laughs> I'll never uh, talk about other movies because we want to escape from this movie. Yeah. Well, it, it's so hard to... Even even when we are talking about what's happening in the movie, it feels abstract to me. Yeah, yes. it feels like we can't really get a solid grip on what we're talking about in this movie. We're just sort of talking about how it made us feel. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna. There might be some tangents here and there, yeah. but uh, so yeah. So Susan is in discomfort. Yeah, uh, a monster emerges from her stomach. Uh, it's a very kind of alien callback yeah. shot Lar it, yeah. larval type of thing with yeah, a bursting out it's yeah. kind of like an ant it's like a big ant is kind yeah. of the look of it uh, yeah. and most we'll, of these we'll get were, some good looks at this most, the moment, most so. of these effects were stationary they yes. did not move there was one there was only there's one that is, yeah. but there's only one that's robotic. Yes. In of the like in production well, terms, they use it in multiple scenes, but there's only one that moves. Well, <laughs> like robotically. Quote yeah. unquote robotic. I don't even know how robotic yeah. that thing is. Yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. like uh, if they had it on yeah. like strings or something. They strip. They strip. They stripped apart one of those like Nintendo robs and just like it's just yeah. going through the motions. Yes. Like, <laughs> or they took a tickle me elbow and then yeah. just yeah. like decided to skip it. Yeah. Well, I guess. It's, it's 1989. It's a Teddy Ruxpin. Let's be real. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Doug comes in, uh, finds it that Susan is dead. Uh, we get more real human dialogue between <laughs> Doug and Don. Oh well, yeah, because there is a lot of like, oh my god, and then like someone the gets attacked by the claw. I, I because I can't for the fucking life of me keep this movie straight. I don't remember. The dog must die after Susan dies. Yes, the dog dies like right now. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. So, so the, the, the dog, the next scene is the dog wanders off and, and it goes behind like a, a curtain. Puts up go, puts up a huge fight because yeah. the dog dies for a long time off it screen. It sure does. Oh yeah. There's like a lot of like, yeah. like it goes on. It's like yeah. 20 seconds of just looking at this curtain yeah. and then they start throwing blood at the wall. Yeah. But like as they're throwing blood at the wall, dog's still putting up a fight. And I was yeah. like, man, this dog's fucking a champ. <laughs> this yeah. dog's not going yeah. down easy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, wrote, I wrote the claw. Don't know why. I don't know. Like that's something to do with someone got getting attacked by one of the creatures. Yeah. I wrote down Doug. <laughs> that definitely happened around this time. Somebody yeah. says Doug that way. Yeah. So the 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 next proper scene we did is the monster 
the monster bug thing. I, I started calling them ants because they do just look like like nasty looking little ant things. Yeah. Uh, but they've got like, like these long skinny teeth. They actually are kind of disturbing little critters. Yep. And I think in a in a better film, seeing them less and seeing the, like controlled shots more, you could get some some scares with. them. Yeah, there's a movie uh, I can't remember the name of right now that has similar creatures that is low budget, but it it is effective in that way that mm. the people making it are just slightly more confident than <laughs> these people. But I, I can't remember the name of it right now. Yeah. Deadly so, spawn, I think maybe. Yeah. Uh, then we, we cut back to our news report where we get a, a little thing about George Romero. <laughs> news in report. Court it's more talking like, about, it's more like a fucking hostage video. <laughs> it's very hostage. Yeah. The way she's looking over. <laughs> yeah. and it's so sad. Uh, and again, best actress in the movie, yep. despite the fact she had to like read off these cue cards and and stuff. But yeah, she's talking about George Romero. I, I, I'm yeah. glad you brought this up because I fucking forgot about this entirely. Yeah, yeah. So she talks about George Romero in court suing over, uh, I think it's royalties or something about Dawn of the oh, Dead. Oh, uh, no, and it's Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living yeah. Dead. Yeah. Even for years, like I remember even like 10 years ago. If you just grab like one of those like DVDs that has 50 old horror movies on it, Night of the Living Dead is most likely going to be one. Mm. And so he never got any like distribution rights for oh. the movie. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a real thing. That I, they it were probably was about. going on at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it again, totally superfluous to this movie, but it's there. Uh, then we cut back to Doug with the with the boys. Uh, explaining that uh, I think they're in the kitchen now, which is where we'll get a lot of exposition uh, that they, yeah, him and Susan wanted to have children, but they couldn't afford fertility treatment. Uh, a doctor named Lucas used artificial insemination to get Susan to conceive. He, uh, I think he went to the same um, Institute as Dr. Meyerling. Oh yeah. yeah they're definitely they're branches of the same <laughs> clinic. <laughs> two, yeah. two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but at least sharing notes. All this thing for a baby, just fucking adopt, dude. Just yeah. adopt a baby. Yeah, if it, yeah, there's so many movies that really just show how this can all go wrong. These, this, and Unborn being two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Don interrupts to tell a story that this reminds him of, and he tells the story about a book he read about a Scottish teen. And the teen was living in a small town and was bullied Did, their whole lives. Was it about Aleister Crowley? N- I don't think I, He so. does bring up Aleister Crowley, but I don't Aleister remember Crowley if it's during point. this scene. I don't oh think it's during God. this scene, though. <laughs> oh my I, ho- God. I hope all of you at home are just your eyes are fucking crossed and you don't <laughs> yeah. know what we're going on about. <laughs> Look, you, you were warned. You were. I warned yeah. you to watch this movie because I can't describe this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying my best, but it, it's fucking nonsensical. Uh, so Don's telling this stupid story about a <laughs> teenager who's bullied uh, and a couple of, of like bad teenagers decide one day to murder them and but the teenager was a host to a demon serpent and when they were, it was when he was murdered the demon serpent came out and ate everyone in the fucking town and this is this is this is the story he tells Doug gets really mad because uh I mean this the one real emotion that Doug should have at this point is to get mad about that story and Don's like oh I'm sorry I only told the story to ease the tension yeah, the tension of your we just, wife we, yeah. like getting like ripped apart from yeah. the inside. Yeah. yeah. Ease the tension. Tell this awful fucking yeah. story. 
Don, yeah, so Don apologizes. Doug wants them to help him investigate kind of what happened. Fred very sensibly wants to call the police, which marks the first actual human thought in anyone's head. Uh, Don says that the forest is too big for the police to, like, come. Like, they, they, I don't know <laughs> it why. It wasn't there not and also, a road? Yeah. yeah, also the phones are out. For don't some, know why. For some reason. Yeah. Also, I think it's implied that they're sitting in the dark because... It's impossible but, to tell what when it's dark or when lights are on. The power hasn't gone out when he's saying this yet. But yes, I, I yeah, yeah, I get what you're. Yeah, that's coming. That's yeah, coming okay, very good. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. Yeah, what I didn't want to yeah. go past that. Yeah. I thought it might be here. So, but I, I have to say, uh, yeah. So there's nine miles of, of forest and like one and bears dirt road and yeah, rattlesnakes. Bears, rattlesnakes <laughs> which in the I woods. Bring up several times. Yeah. So this is this is the conceit that the movie has has gone to of why they can't leave this house. So they'll do it in the morning instead is, is the decision. And then Don has apparently made up his mind about Dr. Lucas just through the, the no evidence that Doug well, Other than seeing like creatures burst but out of the woman. Did they? Did, oh, they did see the creatures. Yeah, because they were like holding Doug back because there's a scene where you see like her stomach is like mm. all gone and more than one is like kind of okay. popping out. And that's when they're like holding Doug back and Doug's like, oh, okay. my God. See, I just thought it was her. And I think that's when I said the claw because I thought that I thought oh, somebody like the, the they get like bit at or something at the door and they like bail or something. Like oh, that. I think you're right. Or, or you're right. maybe the t other two guys don't see it, but they're trying to restrain him yeah. or something like that. And which so wouldn't make any that, that scene was so dark that I actually missed that there weren't any bugs on Stu Susan's stomach. Yes, I thought they just come in see, and like you just see her stomach ruptured is all I yeah, thought. Yeah, you so do see it coming out of her. This makes much more sense then. Okay. All right. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So Don's made up his mind on Dr. Lucas. He's like, he's, he's evil. He deserves to die. Uh, and then the lights go out. And by that, I mean the lights go red. <laughs> yeah, the lights seemingly turn on. It's brighter than it was before. It goes from blue to red. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? I can't see. It's dark. Yeah. I was like, what? It's I'm, I'm having an easier time seeing you guys now. What the fuck is yeah. going on? It's like the emergency lights turn on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get another. Telling us to leave this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another interrupting news report uh, talking about the alleged murder of two men. And then we cut to a celebrity gossip section hosted by the dude that we saw that one time in the intro for like half a second. The, yeah. the, the guy at the news desk uh, talking about a porn star. Tracy uh, Lords. OK, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and but then she's like just off screen and she comes into the screen and she's like, don't you mean ex porn star Tracy Lords? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand this scene at all. I'm sorry. I, if anyone has a better description so of this. Tracy, so because Amber Lynn was also an adult, adult film star. She's <laughs> our other. She's the one who's doing the reading off the cue card. I think because they already had a, a porn star in the movie, they wanted to kind of do a joke like, oh, we got Tracy Lords when Amberlynn is right there. Like, mm. do, you, okay. do you know what I mean? I'm trying I to guess. I'm trying to think like I'm trying to think of an example of why this is a joke. It's not. <laughs> but like why this works for them. I think that they have someone pretending to be Tracy Lords while they have Amberlynn. There, okay. I think is is what is to them humorous see, for some okay. reason that. 
could have been funny if it was done correctly. In if, in some if, sort if of some universe. sort of universe, or if the fact that like any of Tracy Lord's porn was viewable because it's not because <laughs> she was underage when she, all the movies she made, oh, and so like all of them. Awful. Yeah, she was like fifteen or sixteen. She oh, lied about Jesus. her age and made all these porno movies while she was underage. And I still remember like fucking like Gen X dudes like my dad's age that are like, oh, Tracy Lord's best porn star ever. And it's like, okay, yeah, best child porn star ever. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad that you told me your opinion on that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so I don't fucking know. I think I think that's what it was that they were like, they have an actual porn star there, but we're going to get someone else to pretend to be Tracy Lord's. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess that's what the joke is. All I don't right. fucking well, we're, we're pushing an hour now, so why don't we take a little bit of a break, and when we come back, uh, one of our three main characters will mysteriously disappear in a shower of blood. Please uh, please come back. Don't leave us here with this movie. Oh, I need please come back. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, Vampire the Masquerade, Pathfinder, Call of Cthulhu, and a hundred more besides. Whatever role-playing universe you like to play or run games in, the desire is always there to become a better player or run a better game. Welcome to Playing the Role, a show dedicated to exploring the art of role-playing in the hopes of building better players and better games. Join me, Nathan Stone, a longtime game master. They still, every time I run a game, will do something that my eyes kind of go wide and I'm just like, okay, that's a choice you made and now I have to deal with that choice. Thank you. Thank you for that. And my friends, Darcy Robinson. And so I ended up being a centaur that abandoned his post to run away from this life and got captured by these goblins. Did you have to give them centaur pony rides? Yes. And Dylan Campbell. I love being challenged, trying to get one under me. I love that. Yes, please, try, because I think I got all my bases covered. You can't get to me. I'm a, I'm a fortress. <laughs> Who also happen to be longtime game masters as we talk about everything that goes into making great games, the things you should never ever do, and how to take your gaming experience to the next level. We've been doing this for a long time, so there's plenty of stories to tell of great gaming moments, disasters averted, or just plain old disasters. Each episode ends with a challenge, a call out to us and to you to work our role-playing muscles by designing a character, NPC, or location within a certain theme. And of course, we share the results on the show. We hope you'll join our quest to become better players and run better games here on Playing the Role. Available on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. And we're back. It's, uh, it's hard here at the video <laughs> call. I was just crying over the break thinking that we had like another hour and a I half. I drank vodka. Yeah. Well, Let's go. Fred uh, disappears in a shower of blood. That's well, the shower, happens. it's sort of well, like, like someone had like a cup. Like a squeeze like, bottle? <laughs> it looked like someone had just like a cup because they sort of just toss it over one of Doug's shoulders. Yeah. Like it's not like a big splattering everywhere. It seems to be this sort of like if you just sort of take a cup of water and like toss yeah. it. And yeah. it splatters on him like... Again, from one of these awkward down uh, Dutch uh, up uh, down down camera looking up Dutch angles where a bit of stuff splashes on him, seemingly out of nowhere. I don't remember what the uh, scene right before this was, but it I was didn't the even news just scene. in the news, and then we yeah. cut immediately to that. Yeah. 
So Buddy Don comes over and is like, oh, there's blood all around the mouse hole. He must have gotten pulled into it like he got pulled in and fucking blood and shit sprayed out. Yeah. Then they seem to think that he might have spontaneously combusted, mm-hmm. which yeah. for some reason makes blood fly everywhere. <laughs> and not well, just burst into flames. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I can't it's remember. When he start, it's when he gets all the shitty napkins and tries. Yeah. He, and he, oh, it's, sounds, it's, he sounds like he's like picking up after his dog. Like he's like fucking muttering. He's like, he's making a mess all over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doug is so annoyed that Fred just Blew disappeared up. in blood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and it starts the obsession with using paper towel for things as well, because oh, yeah. they go back to the well of using they paper will, towel yeah. a couple times. Also, the worst Foley work I've ever heard. It was it was both of the paper towel scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Just, and, oh my God, yeah. The, the, the worst, the worst sound effects. <laughs> Again, they like... They hired a dude who was hanging out down at the liquor store. He told them, look, I do sound effects. I've been in all the police academy movies. You definitely need me on set. And then he showed up was like. (laughs) (laughs) You sure you were in the police academy movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah." Okay, we're going to do the water scene. (laughs) (laughs) So this also uh, begins the era of this film of Doug's shirtlessness because he can't stand all the blood on his shirt. Uh, so this is, this is a like, good chunk of the movie. I didn't now like that we'll Doug's have. shirtlessness. No, did you not like his shirtlessness? No. no, the coloring his of his skin looked like when you like, yeah. like get a glob of ketchup on yourself and just try to wipe it away. <laughs> like oh. he just had that like ketchup coloring to him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know if you guys remember, but in uh, Siege, which is another great Canadian film, actually legitimately great Canadian, it is film. actually a, it's so so much better. If you only watch one Canadian film from this podcast, watch Siege. Watch Siege instead. Uh, I, I made the joke that it, all the guys in the movie they found them at the local Tim Timmy's, right? Like they mm-hmm. they just cast everyone who, who was in the local Tim Hortons that morning uh, because they all looked the part. This movie, these guys were all cast when they got out of the drunk tank. Like the Mounties <laughs> let them out of the drunk tank in the morning. They the, the filmmakers were just walking by, like, "Hey, oh, you, yeah. three, you want they, to star in a yeah. movie?" Like, like a like a fucking newborn. They can't even yeah. open their eyes all the way <laughs> yeah. yet. The yeah. sun's <laughs> just in it. They're just yeah. freshly freshly anointed back into the into the land of the living. And, and freshly so, freshly after drinking all night at the yeah. Lions Club. Yeah. So <laughs> These are not the guys you want shirtless in a movie, no. I guess is the point I'm trying to make. And uh, and but yeah, we're we're gonna get a lot of it, so buckle up, I guess. Uh, and uh, it, I wrote, "Grab me a beer." The movie because we get another grab. Yeah, we me get a another. Beer. Yeah, I also wrote, "Fuck a bag lady." Don't know if anyone can. Okay, find that was this. A, okay. That was a joke that Doug makes. Okay, so good. they're they're trying to lighten the mood after Doug's wife exploded into demon ants and uh, Fred just disappeared in blood in a shower and so so they're sitting at the table and doug yeah he makes this joke i got one for you how do you get paper children paper children yeah how you get them you fuck a bag lady (laughs) (laughs) holy fuck how many pages of notes do i have left (laughs) that means nothing because i think we just went through two so then don says don thinks he's hurt he hears fred and i was like hear what yeah hear what because there's I no sound hear anything. no and then doug spikes the camera so hard while telling us that he knows fred's dead 
and he starts crying while Don pours whiskey on his head. Because I guess it was a joke to get yeah, him to look this away. this is another one of the, like, mm. they're playing pranks on each other after terrible shit has happened, and they, yeah. they are still sticking with that. Also, uh, I think Don... Uh, after pouring that on him, says, lost your train of thought, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> he does. That is what? Actual <laughs> Look, you re-recorded the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You you could, it's it's basically just a lot of one takes. Oh, yeah. Either they ran out of space or ran out of reel or they're just like yeah. ran out of time. They're just like, good. Uh, could, uh, so Don yeah. now needs to, to, to take a piss. Uh, oh, he wants to go to the bathroom, but he's he afraid. Does, I will yeah. say that it did. That does remind me. That does harken back to another uh, video cult episode of Jaws 3D. That I'll help you get over your childhood fears or whatever the fuck she says to <laughs> yes. him there. Where again, it's like yeah. s- uh, supposing you doing the mental work of someone else yeah. <laughs> outside of their body. Yeah, I think she says something like, "I'll conquer your your childhood fears." Yeah. She she makes it plain that. That she is, she is gonna do yeah, this. She's gonna. God, do I miss she's that gonna, movie. Insane. I miss all of these movies we keep <laughs> yeah, talking oh, about. Oh man, yeah, so great. Oh, so they were great. all great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this just this just makes us like really <sighs> good times. Better yeah. really times. Really appreciate I'm gonna, I'm, what we had. The, the better the, era of video call. I've got a good one for us next. Don't worry. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna save us. Josh okay. to the rescue. <laughs> good. Uh, so yeah, Don wants to go to the bathroom, and uh, they they go to check it out. And then they very vocally decide to get a flashlight because it's too dark there. Uh, it's too dark in the bathroom. It's it's fine everywhere else. And uh, <laughs> they they look around a bit and they find one of the demon ants on the stove. Oh, no. And Don uh, hacks it to death with uh, some of the worst jump cuts I've ever seen. The camera was terrified of yeah, what was I going just, on I here. just wrote down, you got him. <laughs> you got him, yeah. <laughs> you got him. Uh, but he takes a cleaver to it and he gets him, yeah. And then spends 20 seconds slowly reaching for the flashlight that is somehow under the creature because the flashlight was just left on the stove. Yeah, trying to like build up that tension. Yeah. Like, uh, like, oh, it's going to come to yeah. life for another and it thing. It sort and of moves a little. Like, it, it just kind of like someone was like poking it just off screen. Like yeah. a puppet, and and it, so it just kind of goes. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he gets yeah. the flashlight. Oh, sorry. It wipes it. The wipe down now. So this is the second. I, uh, and I do the, have the note, two paper towel cleanup scenes yeah. that is again. This was the one that offended me as as someone who has had to take like not a full course on Foley, but had to do some Foley stuff in school. Uh, this was just it just like it was this one like they just like did like the whole like paper crumbling paper. They, yeah. Yeah. The mic. Yeah. And then they jacked up the audio they for it did. so that oh, it, it yeah. overpowers the rest loud. of the scene. Yeah, and then cuts out real hard. I <laughs> yeah. think like most of the yeah. loud. Audio oh yeah, does. it's any it's audio awful. that goes on for too long dies. This movie kills <laughs> itself. It doesn't want to be in the movie anymore. <laughs> so it's just blah, blah, blah. yeah. Someone uh, they're getting the pencil out, trying to wind the tape deck back yeah. so they can play it next to the microphone some more. So Doug takes the flashlight to scope out the bathroom <laughs> and he shines it all over the walls and ceilings like he's doing a home inspection here. And uh is fucking die. Just break it down. We're like it's like mind numbing. Like I feel like I'm going crazy again just trying to force some kind of logic onto this motion picture. <laughs> like, because why is it just sitting on the fucking toilet? <laughs> like it is. So yeah, yeah. So they the he he shines a flashlight all over this room and 
at the very last shines a light on the toilet where one of the demon ants is just like, hey, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. water's great. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like, hey, man, close the door. I'm trying to take yeah. a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, privacy oh my here, God, bud. yeah. Uh, so the, the, the one thing that made me jump, though, and it's the only, like, actual, like, little startle that I got during this whole movie was as he's shining this flashlight around, he shines it on Dawn's face because Dawn is just peering <laughs> into the bathroom, like, be, like through the door. Like, his body's not there. He's just, like, looking through the door with his head. And I don't know why, but it made me jump. And it's so ridiculous. This whole scene of them, like exploring the house in this weird minimal lighting and all these Dutch angles. I haven't seen the movie, but any still image I've seen from the movie Skinamarink looks like this scene. Yes. <laughs> um, in this house. <laughs> yeah. And so now we get into, I don't even want to call it a scene. It's something that happens here. And it, it is, it, can the we, rest of can this bathroom scene. we actually technically scene, describe this as a scene? I don't know if scene. I can, because I watched it and I just. This is don't them know exploring the house, on. right? This is before this. This is oh, they've Jesus. got a bathroom. Scene. I don't so even know. Then it's every, so they shut the door and then they do this kind of like weird thing where so so Doug walks up to Dawn in like this weird slow ass scene. He comes out of the bathroom and he he gives them the like the flashlight because uh, apparently like the bathroom is okay because he doesn't tell Don about the bug Don goes in and then Doug immediately starts like rapping on the doors Don opens it oh sorry sorry he doesn't he doesn't give him the flashlight first first he just puts a hand on his thing and and Don goes in Doug then gives him the flashlight Doug starts invisible choking outside Mm -hmm. the bathroom door stops when Don opens the door again and then Doug Decides, then he goes and gets a shirt, ending our great Doug shirtless era. Mm. And, and then Don comes out, half tackles Doug against a wall, like pushes him up against the wall, then stops. And all of this, there is no dialogue for, by the way. I'm not describing any dialogue because there's no dialogue. Don then gives him back the flashlight. Oh, and then they see the demon, another demon ant on the toilet. And then Doug starts kind of creepy laughing, sort of. And then Don goes in the bathroom again. Weird sounds are heard. And he comes out holding the flashlight up to his face like 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 a camp counselor telling a spooky story. There's no dialogue during any of these scenes. And I'm sorry if you can't follow it at home. I can't follow it now. I can't describe what any of this shit means or is or is supposed to symbolize. And this immediately leads into them exploring the house, which is equally nonsensical. No. One of them pranks the other one again. uh, Yeah. Again, to lighten the mood or something. It's just vamping for time. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. It's trying to become a full-length movie, I think if we cut, like, all the times that they're just doing nothing, it turns into, like, a ten-minute short. Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah, if we leave... Uh, well, uh, and I think part of their philosophy was that if there's dialogue, it's 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 runtime. That Like, if we took all the times that there's dialogue and just had that, so we get... But get rid of the reporter stuff, because that was added afterwards. Get rid of all the, t- the nonsensical times where there's no talking... 
I think you're probably correct. It's probably 10 to 12 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like I applaud Nathan because he's our steady man who gets us through the plot. But this is... Yeah. <laughs> this I, is, I uh, have the skeleton of the plot. I know uh, what happens overarchingly. I have but the, like these breakdowns <laughs> of shit that I purged from my yeah. brain is impressive. Yeah, it's just, like, hmm. Josh has a skeleton of the plot. Nathan has like the grotesque the bloating yeah, of the plot. The bloated corpse. The bloated corpse yeah, of the plot. I just have the missing persons poster of the plot. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what the fuck is happening. I yeah. know. Just on the side of a milk carton shrugging like, what? What the hell? Like, it's just, if we could put them all together, I think maybe we can find, we can construct a case where we can put yeah. <laughs> this movie to. Like, it's just yeah. so fucking hard. Are we? Yeah, we're we're so, so we're, they, they they go to the kitchen. They get a a, a hammer, uh, yeah. and then uh, sorry, Don grabs a hammer. We're coming up on Doug, another one of our of fucking Oscar worthy yeah. lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Doug gets fuses uh, to to change the fuses in the basement and a, and a couple of knives. They they head down to the basement and now the dialogue comes back after after that intermission from having having a dialogue. Don says this light's starting to get a little dim as he's. It's not uh, even fucking on. It's not on. The d- it's not on. <laughs> that made me uh, so the, angry. And, I, and my next note was, "Good thing the basement's fully lit, then, huh?" <laughs> and uh, then they they brush it away by saying, "There's an emergency light in the basement." So is this the part at where they get to the basement door where there's like kids there's, there's drawing kids art on this yeah. door? Who? Why would you put children? That's what you but put it's on your also fridge. Like, you fucking psychopath. It's it's also like who drew it? <laughs> he, he did mention a niece that he yeah said he, he drank, killed he yeah killed. he he mentions a niece and then he's just like he makes a joke out of it. It's just like oh yeah he would be before we tortured and ate her. Yeah yeah that's not a joke man. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's again in line with whatever humor they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. yeah. Now maybe it's that Doug is totally out to lunch because of what he had done to his wife. That he could, could be. be completely driven insane by yeah. Doctor Lucas already. And maybe that, but that doesn't excuse any of Don's behavior. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don's no. just a prick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, like, what I was looking, it could be because, like, the whole fucking, I can't see where the fuck is happening in this movie, but did it say, it was supposed to be Jessica? Like Jessica, l- yeah, is the, the art. Because yeah. the, the J looked like a T to me. Tessica. It did to me as well. Because yeah. I was I was, I was making like, my notes. Tessica? Was like, Tessica? Tessica? No kids ever been named Tessica, but yeah. No, it's I, I I'm like, do they think they mean Jessica? Jesus. <laughs> you say no kids ever been named Tessica. Some I kids been named Tessica. guarantee you we can <laughs> oh, find I'm a Tessica sure. on Facebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh too too many probably. Yeah. Probably. Um and uh, yeah, so they they enter they enter into the basement. There's a there's a bunch of the demon ants just chilling. Mm. Uh, Don makes a remark about them sleeping, which I guess is to assuage the fact that you know they're they don't not move, move at all. <laughs> um, but then uh, a, a drop ant drops from the ceiling onto Doug's back. Classic yep. Australian drop ant. Yeah, and yep. uh, so Don uh, immediately smokes Doug across the head with his hammer I instead know. of hitting the ant. I hammered your head in. Did <laughs> I? Oh, that? oh, I hammered your head in. Are you all right? Oh. Oh. I hammered your head in. Doug falls to the ground, looks like he's dying, uh, bleeding from the head. 
Don tries to pick Doug up. Uh, yeah, calls him fat. Yeah, it's he's too heavy for 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 Don, and so Don Don's hoser comes back with a fucking vengeance <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, because he just he just goes all out on his his brother that he is just majorly brain oh, damaged. Huge head injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, just this movies gave me a huge head head injury. Holy oh God, fuck! Yeah. So Don puts him back on the ground. Then he he either trips over Doug or an ant or nothing at all. I couldn't really tell. But he, he falls to the floor, writhes a bit, grabs Doug's knife and stabs the nearest ant, which I think was the, the drop ant, uh, in the abdomen. And then it kind of bleeds like a blue Pop-Tart filling at us. Yeah. That was the best way I could describe it. Then so Don, Don gets up to, trying to make his escape. Uh, can't get the flashlight working. Oh, sorry, before he does that, he needs to fix the fuses. And the problem him. seems to be that there were no fuses. In yeah, he doesn't fuse swap box. them he out. He swap them out. new ones in. Yeah. Like, Man, that's why it was dark the whole time? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you got to actually have something in this box. <laughs> Another good line, as he's doing this, better watch myself. I'm not very good at electricity things. Yeah. As a, as a classic. <sighs> he uh, he puts the fuses in that he's taken from from Doug's body. Uh, we get more static shots of the bug puppets. He gets the fuses in, uh, attacks a bug with a hammer, and then helps a now kind of half-conscious Doug upstairs. Who also gets his hand eaten or something, in just he? Just right now, yeah, because yeah. they get back to the kitchen. And, and we get to- some television shots here. Television shows a couple different people laughing. For, again, kind of, Sure. Uh, Doug goes artistic choices. Yeah. Um, so they, they've got some whiskey there and Doug goes for the whiskey after kind of chiding Don for hitting him in the head. I think he says something like, I'm not the way I wanted to get hammered or something like, yeah. yeah. Goes, you watched your wife explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's true. Canadian man. They have their priorities straight. They got, Oh my get, God. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. They got to get the beer. Yeah. We gotta get some moles on the whiskey beer. Uh, some brews, bad. So Doug goes for the whiskey, uh, but then just just away from the screen, his hand gets mostly bitten off by a, a demon ant that I guess he didn't notice was right there on the table. Uh, I'll forgive him though, because again, the major head trauma. And uh, we get another person laughing on TV. Uh, Don comes back uh, and immediately decides to cauterize the wound with an open flame. He lights something on fire. I don't know what it was. I couldn't tell. It was like a brown strap of like something. Any, any oh, to cauterize the wound? It's yeah. just like paper. Is it just I like, thought it was yeah. just paper towel again. Cause oh, it, it could have been, yeah. Because it's not like a hot iron or anything no. that you could actually like. It would have been more realistic if they just pretended they turned on and the, the stove burner and yeah. pressed it to that. Yeah. Like no effect at all needed. Yeah. You don't even need to set something on fire for real. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking do whatever you're doing. No, it's I'm going to cauterize this with an open flame. Yes. Yeah. Also, another fantastic line here. Uh, as he's doing this and you just watch like the dummy hand get uh, get set on fire here. I learned this in camp, which was absolutely fantastic. Then wraps him in paper towel because paper towel is is like his duct tape here. You can (laughs) do anything with it. (laughs) It's a Canadian deep cut. And uh, again, this movie pretending to be American but failing so bad. The blood is dripping like maple syrup. 
Oh, what an yeah. out. He just outed himself out of, so hard. Out completely there, yeah. outed himself yeah. as Canadian. Doug collapses. Don comes back to find the now dead Doug. Again, complains about how heavy he is as he's like half carrying this body away uh, and puts Doug in a closet under floorboards. So that his body won't get, get eaten. eaten. He doesn't want his body to be... Uh, he doesn't want the dignity taken away from his corpse and have it eaten by the giant <laughs> demon ants, I yes. guess. Uh, I, I just love the fact that his his first... like Because he doesn't think about this. He's just like, okay, well, he's dead. Closet under floorboards. And I was like, well, maybe he learned that at camp as well. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get uh, a, a call out to the, uh, the, the box art for our movie here because Don goes and finds a drill. And... Not a cordless drill, as we will soon see, but a drill. And this is, I guess, we're supposed to take that that this is like him being angry at the world for all the, you know, the fact that his mm-hmm. brother's dead and everything. But he starts drilling the walls angrily here. I thought it was because yeah. they were they thought they were hearing them in the walls. The things oh, that, up to maybe. that point. Because he's like trying to kill them, like yeah. he thinks they're in the walls or whatever. Oh, I that could thought be. there was something because he's he's okay. they're ta- people are talking constantly through yes. all yeah. of, like him moving the body and doing the drill stuff because it seems that he thinks he is attacking them by drilling holes in oh, the okay. walls. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sure. You go for it, buddy. Uh, he uh, he then comes across the spot where the dog died. And luckily, the the movie didn't try and make a dead dog puppet, which is I, I was happy about. Uh, but then he pukes grossly, yeah, oh, for it's way nasty. too long. Yeah. It's real. This nasty. is one of those scenes where you're just like, please, we we needed we needed the, three seconds of this, and you gave us twenty five. The sound of him dry heaving was up there. Mm. With again, just going back yep. to movies that I love that we've already done on the podcast. This was as gross to me as the chopping the, mall like mopping yep. sequence. Oh like, my god. Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> another great line uh, coming up. Cause I think right after the vomiting thing, he then comes across what has happened to the corpse of Susan. Unless uh, something happens in between that I've completely blocked from my memory. <laughs> there is actually, um, he angrily drills an ant while kneeling on the ant, which yeah. I thought was really funny. Cause oh, yeah. obviously like the, he didn't, cause the puppet would have just spun on the drill. <laughs> so they had to have him do that. So that was really funny. That is awesome. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That just um, gave me an image. And I he, he it. goes, he goes hog on it. Cause he actually like tears into it with his hands as oh, well. Yeah. Cause he's, he's gone, he's gone wild here. Yeah. Accidentally unplugs his drill. Cause he's gone too far from the, yeah. the walls. He has to go back and plug it in again. He goes into Fred the living pops room here. In during some of this, doesn't he? he? He's yeah. coming. Don, uh, after he drills the the ant and rips it apart, uh, he wanders into the living room and finds Doug sitting on a chair. And he can't deal with this. He's, you know, like, oh my God, Doug, I put you, you in the closet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go back uh, in the closet, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he thinks he's hallucinating. Uh, or is maybe maybe being haunted. Uh, so Doug, Doug kind of like appears in, in several places around. Uh, Don then collapses on the couch, uh, decides to have a nice little nap. And he really uh, digs into it too. He does, He's dude, like, he gets a he pillow. Like, gets the pillow, really yeah. tucks the no, pillow like, in no. there. Like co- yeah. very like, it's got the energy of just end yeah. of party. Like, oh, I'm done. I'm, yeah. I gotta lay down now. I'm this done. Is Room is yeah. spinning. And, uh, so then we cut to back to the news anchor. 
And she's Again. talking about a woman who gave a false report of two deaths. And it turns out that the names of the missing men, because this has been a running thing with the news anchors uh, throughout the movie here that they, they've just mentioned in passing two two missing men that are presumed dead. Uh, it turns out that their names are Fred and Don. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, Don, then we, we go back. He, he wakes up uh, to ants just everywhere. And I just it's nice that they let him nap, though. Like, they were all just hanging out, just watching him nap, being like, oh, I hope he's sleeping well. <laughs> uh, then we get the, from absolutely nowhere, return of Fred. Fred is back, but with a chainsaw. A chainsaw that still has the chain on it. He slipped in some fake blood and nearly took his leg off. It cut through his pants and luckily, like, stopped Ooh, by the time it got to Jesus. skin level. Wow. Um, that could have been... Oh my god, yeah. No imagine one, imagine losing a limb for, for this, this movie. movie. Or nicking like an artery yeah, and dying yeah, because of this for, movie. For this movie. It's bad enough that Buddy on Maximum Overdrive got blinded in one eye because yeah. Stephen King was like, no, the lawnmower's got to have a blade on it. I was like, why? Because <laughs> I'm on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, to, to yeah. have gotten hurt in any way for this movie would be fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. And I, I put a little I put a little note for myself at this point where it just says, I give up. I don't know what the movie is doing at this point. I, I don't know why anything is happening. And I, I just thought I'd share that with you, because if you wanted to know at the point which I just gave up, it was here. Um it, Nathan, you you held out I, longer. I tried my best. Guys. <laughs> I gave up after five minutes. So Fred Chase saw a bunch of ants off screen mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of like kind of that that goop uh that flies around here yeah, waving weapons like at the camera as if it's like creature pov yeah it happens like don like uh don grabs a fire poker and uh just pinatas a paper mache ant <laughs> because this one for like most of the ants like they, they'll puncture them and there'll be like some goop inside this one was just like layers of the paper, paper mache, mache yeah. basically. Uh, so I thought that was a, a really fun variant of the uh, demon ant. And uh, we get a rare shot here of one of the ants moving. Uh, and it's behind Don and it's just kind of doing a, a little wiggle kind of towards him. And uh, Fred at this point has gone full Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because uh, he's just, he's got the chainsaw overhead. He's yelling incoherently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just holding it up. The, the moving ant goes the one, back to a, a much better movie. Yeah, the moving ant is uh, is is coming up behind him. Don gets jumped by an ant or threw it off, on him off screen. An ant, uh, the, the moving ant collides with Fred's ankle because that's the best I could describe it as. He's yeah. kind of just like bumps into his ankle. <laughs> uh, he chainsaws it. Don's yelling, losing his mind. He's on the floor fighting this this ant. He he throws the ant off of him. And it kind of like just like lands to the side, like up, like face up. Uh, but then as he's getting up, he knees it over, probably on accident. And it just kind of flips over. Oh, my God. Yeah. I missed that. Oh, yeah. It was just oh a second, but it was it's a good little bit. Um, oh, my sweet. So Don, Don follows. <laughs> this fucking movie, yeah. man. Don follows Fred out of the room. Jesus can't help you now, man. Uh, no. We cut back to the news report lady talking about how Don and Fred were actually they were found and they were surprised to find that they were being looked for by the police. 
John Drake and Fred Lewis were surprised to find out today that they were being sought after in a nationwide manhunt. Uh, so we get the sense that all of this happened before the movie because it, it it tells us that they were on a, a road trip to to go see a relative and I guess they they didn't tell so anyone that they were going and and there was a nationwide manhunt looking for them and uh, I didn't understand any of this until I, you told me that they did all of these scenes later so that they could put yeah, her name on it and then I'm like okay this is to it's tie it still in. a bad idea though That's a terrible like, idea. It, like, why didn't they have it be that these people are missing? And, like, that honestly would have been clever. Mm-hmm. These people are missing. This is from the f- this yeah. is from the future. Mm-hmm. Everything else is taking place prior to this news report. No, this news report takes place concurrently with what's happening because they were already found to not be missing. So now no one's worried about them. Like, oh what the... F- that's uh, yeah. terrible. <laughs> I hate it. It really is. Nothing... It doesn't make sense. And again, nothing makes sense in this movie. No. Yeah. Uh, so now the guys go to check on Susan's body. And this is going to lead us some places here because. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, it just just wow. Uh, so she's been eaten down to the skull. Well, we have <laughs> one of the greatest line deliveries, yes. which I will say it, but we'll probably put the clip in of. He ate her to the skull, or they ate her to the skull. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No one talks like this. No. It's like they took every sentence, someone wrote a normal script, and then they swapped the order of the words or used a thesaurus to just change things out. Like I said in the beginning, like they had an original script, lost it, and they're trying to. To write it from memory? Yeah, Yeah. to rewrite it from memory. (laughs) And not correct it on any of the grammatical things that they had. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. So Fred then pushes Dawn out of the room and goes to town, like, chainsawing both the corpse and the ants around the corpse. Mm -hmm. And Dawn screams at Fred to get out while closing the door on him. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like he was supposed to be increasing the effect of like oh the ants are pulling the door closed but he's pushing it but yeah. we can see that so yeah. it doesn't work <laughs> yeah so i don't know what the fuck that was about yeah. <laughs> it goes from that to like fred really like, get me out man yeah <laughs> so uh, and don also like as he goes out in the hallway uh he steps on an ant that has doug's fingers which I thought was really funny. Oh, yeah. But of course, because the, the ants don't have working mouths or any working anything. Um, so it just kind of like it just like kind of had it placed the, the the half of his hand that had been off, just like half placed in his teeth, yeah. which I thought was really good. Uh, yeah. Back in the um, back in the bedroom here, Fred's going to town. But one of the clever ants chews through the chainsaw cord. One of the clever ants. <laughs> Come on. No, I know. It just it reminded me. I don't know if you guys ever played Grand Theft Auto, but one of the storylines in Grand Theft Auto Online is basically it like an Elon Musk stand in makes an AI oh, okay. that like start tries to take over the world. And as you're trying to stop the AI and it's like gaining more sentience, it just says crazier and crazier shit. And it's just like, why do people keep dogs as pets? When I am king, I will make clever dogs and give them humans as pets. <laughs> so I, anytime anyone says something's clever, that's all I think of is that line. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, Don, Don hears Fred's screams, but does not come running. No. Just kind of plods his way over casually. 
Uh, Don comes into the, he, he opens the door, comes into the room to, he finds Fred in a bad spot. He's, he's on the floor. He's covered in blood. Uh, and he, you know, he's just he's screaming for help and there's, there's ants around him and Don, uh, just leaves him there. He, he runs away and Fred's, some of Fred's lines while Don is running away is just, just gold. Like the best lines in the movie. Is this where what far. a horrible mess comes from? I can't remember who said that. <sighs> that might have been, been well, Don afterwards. It might have been, yeah. Or it might it might even be uh well we'll we'll get to it. I think it's coming up. <laughs> but uh, as it goes on, the lines get more and more bizarre of of him screaming. Because he's screaming and he's out there. Don, help me! I'm still alive! Some of the things like take me to the hospital, they can rebuild me. Oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. They have the technology. Six million dollar man yeah. reference. It's like they can replace almost anything now. Yeah. yeah. And and then I think Don's coming back and, and Fred says, I'm still here and over there. Uh as one oh of his lines. Um but then <laughs> so Don comes back to the uh, the room and kind of like creaks open the door, and Fred has been eaten down. To, to a the talking skull. skull. Yeah. To the skull. He's sitting there, yeah. I forgot about that. Did you, how? I, I don't know. Good thing in the movie. I don't fucking know. It's this movie just so <laughs> much of my brain power has been focused on just who would make these decisions <laughs> ever that I forgot that that's where this movie went. Yeah. I think I was also very distracted distracted by our doctor because the doctor. Oh yeah, he's is, gonna be. Fucking insane! Yes. Like some great I didn't even know screen he was a presence. Doctor, because he I thought it was just some guy walking oh, in. Oh, some dude who just showed up. Just yeah. some dude who's the glasses and not even wearing, like even like anything that remotely makes him look like a doctor. There's no stethoscope. Oh, there's no, no doctor's thing. But you'd think in a movie like this they would stoop to that. They'd have <laughs> yeah. a great big like yeah. mirror, oh, one of the, the mirror reflector yeah. on there. his head. Yeah, yeah. I would this think is what so. What a doctor looks like, but no. Yeah, so uh, so he's down to an, a talking skull. Talking skull, yeah, uh, with one eye, and yeah, and, and then uh, because of course we we need another one. We get a news report interlude. He's talking about something I can't even remember at this point. I, I don't think it was important. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then there's a, a a knock at the door, and uh, who could it fucking be? Yeah, who could it be? So Don goes over and answers it way too casually for all of the things that have seen and gone on here. And uh, it's it's Dr. Lucas. Uh, and this is the second time in the movie we've seen him, although we didn't know. Yeah, take a drink, Josh. Take several drinks. It's good. We're almost done, buddy. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, All right. Now we're, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up uh, to see how Susan is feeling. Uh, Don menaces him with, I think it's a golf club or, or something club-esque. And uh, we get more real human dialogue. He takes Lucas into the house. And this, oh my God. So this is what you were talking about, Josh. This is the Lucas going around the house being like, this is ghastly, brutal, horrible, insane. What a a horrible mess. (laughs) It was something like that. I wrote a lot of S's. I assume you dragged that part out. So like a fucking snake say that? Yeah. 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 (laughs) With an emphasis on that and like Don takes him on this tour through the house, being kind of like a look what you look what your science has done, rot kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and Lucas goes in and he touches the bloods and blood and guts that used to be Susan. I was like, oh, this is so gross. Don't touch it. 
Mmm, that's human blood, all right. And then he he takes it up to like his like the the, the awful there, and he takes it to like his nose. I hope, or he, I don't know if he sticks his tongue out to taste, but he he's just like, mmm, that's human blood. <laughs> like okay sure but yeah the doctor's incredible which is what i wrote down because yeah all of his line delivery is so ridiculous like over the top mm-hmm. like he thinks he's vincent price level shit of oh, just, he like, does yeah it's crazy somebody here because does don because this gets a little confusing there's some sort of dream sequence don attacks the doctor right uh, so uh what happens first is uh lucas uh after they they go on their little tour blames Don for the deaths. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, he picks up, like the first thing he does is pick up the chainsaw and infers that Don killed Susan with it, which I thought was really funny. Just like, put your fingerprints all over that. Sure. And Don's like, no, I didn't. Like the, 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 the demon, like the creatures did it. And uh, he replies, all I see is blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, murder is written all over your face. I suppose you haven't seen these. And he picks up more guts <laughs> at him. And like Don keeps yelling out, no, 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 the creatures are hiding and they're, they're, you know, and they're like, they're just wandering around the the house at this point, having this weird argument. And uh, this is some of the worst ADRing that they did in this movie because none of the dialogue sinks to Mm, their lips even close. And they, they keep arguing and then they get to the bathroom and they open the door to the bathroom. And this is where all of the ants are just chilling. Like they're just like, they're all by the toilet. Like, like it's a pool. Like they're gone. They've gone to a spa day after, after eating. And uh, so Don pushes Lucas in and closes the door. And then Lucas. Uh, he does the Homer narrates. Simpson scream. Yes. He sounds like he does the Homer Simpson scream initially. It's like, ah! like it has that Homer like <laughs> vibe to it. Yeah. Um, so he also scream narrates kind of like Fred did, but to a lesser extent. And uh, Lucas, then, or sorry, Don then goes into the closet where he buried his brother. And. He he hides there, and, and uh, he still can't give his brother a break though. His brother's dead, and and like ostensibly half buried under these floorboards, and he's still just like, oh, now you smell like like he's yeah. still like can't. Should have laid off the donuts while yeah. you were alive, you fat piece of <laughs> dead shit. <Yeah. laughs> Honestly, I feel like that was actually said in the movie, was it? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Honestly, I can hear it. Yeah. I I doubt but it was, more of but like I can a hear it now. Voice. Yeah. Yeah, the, the deliver- Josh's delivery is clearly better. <laughs> but uh, So he falls asleep in the closet. And then we we get... This is this is our, our last kind of big... Uh, this is our fake out kind of thing here. Because mm-hmm. he, he bursts out of the closet and finally leaves the house. It's daytime. And he wanders through the woods. I think this is... Because I don't think he says this after the fake out. But mm-hmm. I believe when he bursts out and leaves, I feel like I'm dying, but I'm saved. Something oh, okay. that says somewhere in this. That, but that he says that somewhere in this sequence. Like I think it's. I think it's when he bursts out of the house <laughs> out initially, and it's like supposed to be morning, and he leaves. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. So the the music here is wild because the music shifts on a whim, and like again, mm-hmm. it has. We have that point where he's going through the woods, and the music just kind of like dies. Yeah, and then another. Like another song, yeah, p- picks it's up. Like tick, it's like TikTok. You only get like if people yeah. only yeah. put fifteen seconds of a song on a video. That's sixty seconds, and it like restarts like jarringly in the middle yeah. of it. Uh, so we we follow Don through the woods. We don't see any bears or rattlesnakes, unfortunately. 
And uh, there's sometimes where he's he's running, but it kind of looks like he's frolicking in some of the <laughs> shots, like where he's running through like a river. He's got his hands kind of up. And oh, yeah. You don't. Very we are, but start out. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, music dies again. And then he screams. Oh, shit. He yes. Screams. But when he was running through the woods and I was I was watching this with my girlfriend and I was like. I was like, I feel like he's going to come across that bike gang from Werewolves on Wheels. They're going to be running the other way. Like, oh, my God. Drinks, yes. Like, oh, what's going on, man? Oh, God, it's, oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, see you later. Good luck. Like, that's all I can think of. Tarot over here. Yeah, that's oh all I can god. think of when they were doing that. Oh. I was like, "Oh my god!" Or this is, they, or the, or he is Tarot, just younger. This is his origin. Story. That's oh, why he shit. gets into all this shit, or, yeah. or the or the leader of the gang. Okay, we're making this fan fiction right now. Okay. Oh man, yeah. we have we, we have made to an to extended universe. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we. This is saving our mental health. <laughs> yeah, by by, yeah. by turning it into fan fiction, attaching it to better movies. Yeah, assigning logic where none exists. Uh, so there's a uh, dude on a footbridge. So it looks like there's like a hiking trail. He's and like, uh, hey, it's, buddy, you all right? Yeah. And then it's, it's her just screams. Yeah. And so he's in, <laughs> he's in like a little bit of a, like a ravine by, like by a stream. Don is, and this mm-hmm. guy's in a footbridge. That's probably like 10 feet on, on, on top of that. And the embankments are not such that Don could not walk around or climb up the, the, the small embankments to, to get to this guy who could help him. Instead, Don goes like under to, to the bridge, and this guy hoists him up onto the bridge in what is like the, well, maybe not the most awkward thing in this movie, but one of them. It's one of them. I was watching it with bated breath because I was like, how are they going to edit this to yeah. make it look like you y- yoinked his ass up? Because I know you didn't. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And uh, so he, he pops up there, and the dude is pretty chill considering the state of Dawn because they, they like he's just yelling incoherently or just doing normal dialogue. I'm not sure at this point, but uh, so they, they walk for a bit because the guy's like, oh, like I can, you know, they, they, he's got a car and he's he can take him back. And uh, so they they walk, they head down an embankment. And as it's dusk, they get back to the guy's car, which he gives him the line. Are you sure this wasn't all a dream? And it was, unfortunately, yeah. because uh, if it had been a, or if it hadn't been a dream, we could have gotten credits there. Yeah. As it is, we still get one more scene. We cut back to what maybe was supposed to be a jump scare, but this is a blood-soaked Dr. Lucas wandering around the house screaming. He looks like the dude they find on the ship in Sunshine, who's like all burnt up by the sun mm. and like haunts them or whatever, or fucking or, or another space movie like Event Horizon when they watch the Hell Orgy. Oh, it yeah, looks like. Yeah. The guys in that. Oh my god. It's legit. Yeah, so Don uh, is still in the closet and kind of fights to keep him out. And he ties the door shut with, like, string? I wasn't sure what his plan was there. They're doing that, like, classic thing that parents do to lock their kids that you, like, tie string to, like, a door on the outside of their bedroom door and then tie it to their door so the kid can't get out. He, uh, yeah, he does that. And he tells himself he's going to be okay. But uh oh, there's a demon ant on the shelf of the closet, like kind of behind him, and it just looks at us knowingly from the shelf. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have just experienced things, as the movie itself tells us. We didn't watch things. No, no, no. We, we experienced, experienced it. things. Yeah. I I think this is this experience is like giving me enough 
like push to go to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna make you just you make the call. I'm gonna make the call all because yeah. of this movie. Yeah. You just feel it like life is too abstract. There's just like a glaze over your eyes now. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like shit's just too weird. Yeah. Um Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh Nathan. So I I personally had no words for this. So to to reboot my brain after this movie, I couldn't help but think of a line of, of from Shakespeare. So I went and I got it here. This is from A Midsummer's Night's Dream, Act 5, Part 1. And this is Philostrate speaking to King Theseus on the play of Pyramus and Thisbe as performed by Bottom and his crew. And uh, it's the the scene, of course, is that the, the play, uh, the king is trying to choose entertainment for his wedding. So this is what Philostrate has to say on the play that, that he is just that he is witness, but the king has not. A play there is, my lord, some ten words long, which is as brief as I have known a play. But by ten words, my lord, it is too long, which makes it tedious for all in the play. There is not one word apt, not one player fitted. I, I cannot describe this movie better than that Shakespeare quote. I'll sum that up for all the stupid people like me out there. In the wor- in the words of a great baseball player of the 50s, they don't think it be like it is, but it do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, and I like to reiterate, I'm sorry <laughs> for my pick. Here's the thing. I don't want to do movies like this all the time. No. But this was a worthy exercise in doing a movie like this. Yeah. Doing a movie like this that would have been more modern probably would have been less entertaining to me. I think having it be a movie that is this bad from 1990 hits our criteria. And also, like... As as incomprehensible and and bad, like legitimately bad as it is, it's also fucking fascinating yeah. for all the choices they make. Because I think up there, like the room in Birdemic, not uh, on the level of rewatchability of something like the room, uh, but it has that kind of magic to it. These are these are Wiseauian performances. <laughs> they are. Like it's like if every like, single person in the room was played by Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> that's what this movie is like in terms of like acting range. To be choices. Or not to be. Just yeah. <laughs> so I mean I recommend if you are into this kind of stuff if you've been able to watch every other movie we've done and you you seek bafflement, you know, a punishment through being baffled, then yes, this is a movie you should for sure watch. If, you if you're challenge. listening to this episode, you should for sure watch. Yes. Yeah. So if you seek a challenge, I think when we were all watching it and discussing it in our group chat, I was sending the meme of Tommy Lee Jones and Men in Black. It's like, it's worth it if you're strong enough. <laughs> yeah. And I, I stand by that. Yeah, Yeah. one of the things that I'm most proud of about this show and that I most enjoy about it is that we are very positive about the movies that we watch. We we don't tend to be overly critical. We will point things out. We'll, Mm. you know, (laughs) we'll have some fun with the movie, but we're we're not we're not the type of of show that, you know, rips a movie apart or is overly Mm. negative in any real way, I think. 
And it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge <laughs> because this movie is a disaster. That being said, because I, I do want to say, it, despite the damage that it has done to us, like there's there's some bits here that you can find enjoyment of. There's the if you're Canadian and you grew up in Canada in you know and you're old enough to to remember hoser culture and the stereotypes and stuff oh my god do these guys come by it naturally (laughs) you will you will love it you will love it it. it's and i think we made you made gabby made some similar references to this this feels like if at some point in the movie fubar we watched like 30 seconds of a horror movie those guys like someone yeah. in universe made this is what it would <laughs> well, look like well i thought it was like um the very beginning cuz it was, was like, like if, a porn if fubar made, made a porn yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, i yeah it's, but it, it it has that quality of mm-hmm. a movie within a movie that's supposed to be bad yeah, yeah. it's got that kind of thing going on for it mm-hmm. but it comes by it earnestly and so that's why I would choose this over Sharknado any day of the week. If someone was like, you have to pick one to watch this week, I would pick things to watch again. I think one of the reviews that I saw when I was doing a little bit of research after this movie, I think hit it on the head so well. This movie is nothing if not so authentic. Yes. In that it cannot help be to be what it is, right? There's no... There's not a lot of pretense here. Like, this was... This was the insane thing they set out to do and they they did it and it's bad mm. and it was done with terrible filmmaking equipment and and all sorts of mistakes and all sorts of ridiculousness but like this is someone's labor of of love it and is. like it does kind of come mm. through despite how unbridledly insane it is from start to finish. And the fact that so many people, because I watched all the credits, like well over 100 people worked on this movie when you would think it's like 13 or something. Yeah. Like certainly they- more complicated looking movies have been made with smaller crews. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And it's like no one here was like, maybe don't say it that way. Like at any <laughs> point, at any turn. But I mean, there's that. And again, to go to the labor of love, there's so many thanks. Thank mm-hmm. They thank Paul Donovan, who directed Siege. You know, like there's a lot of kind of like Canadian film community Mm. uh, behind the scenes thank yous going on. And I think it took a long time to make on top of six months post-production. It took a long time to film like it. You know, this is like a couple of years of their life getting this movie made. And so, yeah, it's it's the there's no it doesn't have the insincerity of something like Sharknado where they're trying to be bad and, Mm. and they can't ever really get that extra step of badness in because it's not true. Mm. And whereas in this, it's like, they just thought this, this was as good as they could do. Yeah. This was their best. Yep. And it's bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Wow. What an experience. What an experience. I, I can't in good conscience, say that I can leave this movie alone for now because it's going to be swirling around my head until my brain really locks it down and puts it in some forgotten corner. Yeah. But Josh, let's move on, buddy. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's move on. All right. What's next? So I did have something picked up for us. So we're not going to do that this week. My next pick will be that. So for sure, don't worry. This will not become a lost thing. We're doing that thing I was going to put on us. But 
it was a little too weird after this. I felt like our souls needed a break. Yeah. So I can't say the movie we're going to do is good, but it is going to take us out of the horror genre. We're sticking around in the era. It is 1989. Okay. It's an action movie. Okay. That Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon wrote in a hotel room by themselves over a weekend. That's right. It's 1989's No Holds Barred. <laughs> Fuck yes. I've seen this movie. <laughs> Have you seen this movie? No. Oh, you're going to love it. This movie's oh, yeah. great. We could conservatively talk about it for nine hours. It is crazy and over the top and ridiculous and so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, again, another movie where people are doing things that are not what humans do and are baffling, <laughs> no. but with, uh, no. you know, a few million dollars behind it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I am so um, excited. It's a yeah, it's absolutely bonkers, but I figured it would be a good fun one to Get us up, pick us, us up out of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, my next one will be what I was planning to do this week. So everyone can have little guesses about what that mm. will be. Uh, it's uh, it's very strange. I guarantee none of you will ever guess it. Okay. Can the we, one hint I'll okay. give. Yeah, a little hint. The one hint I'll give. I'm going to try and figure out a way to say this. <laughs> it originally aired as a pay-per-view that was two hours long. And then had a VHS release that was only an hour and a half. And that's the version we're going to watch because I can't find the pay-per-view version anymore. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I, I should say, I am so glad that what we had to watch for things wasn't like a director's cut or a uh, an extended edition. Oh, no. It yeah. was a crisp 83 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Felt like. Felt far. Felt longer. Felt longer. I think it took all of us close to three hours to watch it. Yeah, I yeah. stopped a lot. Yeah, yeah. I just, I my my notes take forever, so that's that is my lot in life. But yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's great. I am so looking forward to No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred will be fun. Mm-hmm. That's uh, going to be excellent. And this will give you a chance to find a movie that, if it needs subtitles, has them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I will definitely yeah. have a movie. Do a bit of research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, please. I'll let you know. You get you get one apology episode. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. it. That's, that's it. it. You've used that's it. Yours. You yeah. can't have another. Yeah. <laughs> because if we have to start the next Gabby episode with, hey, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no. Now, you can apologize for other slights. Okay. So, you know, if you have an affair with, uh, you know, a, a porn actress or something <laughs> and you need to, because you're, you're now your Senate campaign is, is is off the rails. Yeah. We we will be the vehicle for that. Thank That's you. fine. Thank you. It's just, we, I can't have another things. I can't do it. All right, let's, let's At go. At least not for a year. We no, need yeah, a year, I need a, I need a maybe, year. Maybe a cleanser. year from now we'll do, that's the episode, the, a year from now, whenever this episode comes up, that's when we'll do another absolutely shockingly bad thing. All right. Once a year, cool. maybe that'll be a thing. Yeah. I'm going to break into your homes and keep moving your calendars. So you won't, uh, <laughs> you're like, man, it's been July for a while yeah. now. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, yeah. let's leave it at that. I uh, right. hope you enjoyed this nonsensical episode full of nonsense. We'll be back, hopefully, with something more coherent next time. Thanks so much for listening. See ya. I love you. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> out of there, Fred! Get out! You're surely gonna die! Get out! Ah! Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that chained-up man you keep in your basement. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult, 
or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666. 